All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine, I think, of Library Access, a Keyforge podcast. My name is Nick. I'm your host. Um, it's been a while. Uh, if you're into Keyforge, you are probably already familiar with the situation, and you can guess why it's been a while. You know, Keyforge was on hiatus. Everyone was kind of unsure what was going on with it. Um, I think this show's hiatus started way before that um, for a variety of other reasons. Um, but here we are. Um, you know, I, I thought about kind of starting this off by like summarizing everything that's happened with Keyforge in the past couple of months. Uh, but I'm sure you're all aware of it. You know, Keyforge went on hiatus. Uh, there was, it was, it was really uncertain. Um, most people just kind of wrote it off as, oh, it's not coming back, which I guess is kind of uh, typical of FFG. Um, I'm, this was my first FFG game, but I kind of learned about it as I went along. Uh, but anyway, they kind of randomly announced that uh, a company called Ghost Galaxy had acquired the rights to uh, Keyforge, and they were going to do their best to do right by it, uh, and it seems like they have. So they they made that announcement. Uh, they posted a, a Kickstarter equivalent on a crowdfunding site. Um, got funded like crazy, way, way over like 10 times, I think. I'm, I'm totally guessing. I think they asked for 100000 and got like a million. Um, it, it did very well. Uh, which was great. Everyone was super enthusiastic about it. And the company so far, it seems like, has been great. And that's relevant. Uh, in a, you'll learn in a minute. Um, but it seems like everything that company has done has been perfect. Um, they've been super communicative. They've been emailing people back. People ask, you know, good questions and then silly questions. And, and they're super enthusiastic about responding to all of them. Um, just kind of being the, like, anti-FFG almost. Uh uh, announcing their intentions and this and their goals and their plans and and it just all sounds great. I think everybody agrees. Like all the fans across the board have, are kind of in agreement that this company seems like it's doing the right thing. Um, and I agree. Me too. Um, so they they announced their their crowdfunding. It got funded. Um, they put a you know a tentative release date out for the new set. Um, everything's going great. Uh, they've been posting updates here and there. There, they've been teases and and discussions and videos and this and that. Really cool stuff. Uh, well, today was one of those days where they announced two things. They said, one, hey, we're going to host this event. It's going to be at this store in the Midwest, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to test some things, and maybe we'll tease some things, and you should come. And they announced pricing and. Much like everything else the company said, it was super well-received. Uh, our local group, I noticed in the Facebook chat, uh, was kind of going wild and making plans to carpool and who's going to get the Airbnb and this and that. And that was fun to see. Um, just just super enthusiastic, which who wouldn't be? You know, we, we all love the game. We've been kind of hanging tight, waiting for something cool to happen. And it's happening, like, very quickly, too, I feel like. Um, you know, it's it's hard to put things in perspective. Sometimes it can seem like, you know, six months is a long way out or whatever it is. Uh, but no time flies and that's pretty rapid to be, you know, making things happen. Um, in this event, I think, I don't know why I said six months for just in general, but this event I think is like November 22nd or something. I think, I don't know. That sounds wrong. Cause that sounds like when Thanksgiving is around, but uh, anyway, it was very close. That might even be it, but uh, along with that announcement, they uh, made a post that said, uh, and I, I, sorry, I should backtrack. I recorded part of this, and then I had an audio issue. Um, 
I'm usually very prepared for these episodes. I have notes and I have the perfect audio and the perfect setup in a quiet room. And I did the opposite today. Uh, I just moved, so I opened the first box I could find with the first USB microphone, taped it to a stand, threw it on this program. So I don't know what it sounds like. I hope it sounds okay. Um, I just know I'm a preparer. So if I didn't just sit down and do it, I wouldn't do it. So I I, I wanted to kind of cover all that. And I think I forgot to when I started re-recording. But anyway, back to what I was saying. They also made an announcement that said, hey, here are the official Keyforge formats. Um, if you're into Keyforge, you know all about this, and I hope to give my hot take on it. Uh, but they posted Sealed, Archon, Alliance, and Second Amber. We already know what Sealed is. We already know what Archon is. Um, I think they made some adjustments to them, uh, which maybe I'll get into in a minute if, if time permits. Um, but Alliance is on that list. Sealed, Archon, Alliance, Second Amber. Uh, I don't know what Second Amber is either. I should probably have like read that before I started this show, but... Nobody's talking about Second Amber. Nobody's talking about any of these other things. They're talking about Alliance. So what's interesting about Alliance is if you are a listener of the show or just somebody who's active in you know, the Facebook group or whatever in general, you probably already know what it is. Um, the way they describe it is uh, it says, player, players must bring one Keyforge Alliance deck consisting of three house pods recruited from a player's collection of Archon decks. Each house pod must be from a different house. The three house pods in the Alliance deck may be recruited from up to three different Archon decks. Um, this is like not verbatim word for word, but you know, structure and, and concept-wise, exactly what uh, a couple of us in the community kind of coined as a constructed-ish format with the exact same name. It was the exact same rules. Uh, you can use up to three decks. It can be one deck. It can be two decks, You know, two houses from one, one house from another. Or three different decks, one of each, whatever, um, as long as there's no duplicate houses, which obviously is the rule here. Um, and they announced it, very cool, as a, uh, uh, you know, as an official format, which I've, I've gone on record kind of talking about it, and I will again. Um, that's kind of the whole point of my the episode here, and I do have notes for that, I lied. Um, but uh, as you can imagine, as with every other constructed conversation that's you know someone will make a thread and say hey, what do you think about this what if we did a a draft what if we did a uh you know any of those things there it's uh it's a polarizing topic i'll say that um and today has been no exception um in a really extreme way so to kind of summarize for just i was gonna say for you guys but probably for myself um they, you know, the company has officially announced a constructed-ish format for KeyForge, um, alongside the others. Which, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll dig into it. I'm, I'm struggling to find like how to dive into it gracefully, without just like spraying my bias all over the place. But, you know, I almost can't help it. I think it's a really cool thing. I think it's a really good thing. Um, I've got a list of pros and cons and some questions and my own personal takes. Um, and I guess I'll just kind of go through them. You know, it's, I, you know, we, we, we kind of came up with that format and other people I'm sure did, uh, you know, whatever, uh, we introduced it by that name at our, at our kind of local stores and stuff, uh, local store or whatever with our little play group. And I think I'd have to check the, the post I was kind of reading back in it from 2019 that I think like 20 something people showed up maybe if I'm remembering that correctly, like it was, it was wild. It was a, uh, you know, it was well received, and I think it was during some sort of lull in KeyForge, maybe like at the end of Coda, maybe like while we were like really kind of like waiting, waiting for another set. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but there was a good turnout, a surprisingly good turn turnout. Um, 
I it was a it was a blast. I thought it was a whole lot of fun. Um, everyone that came thought it was fun. Uh, you know, I guess which kind of goes without saying. I guess nobody's going to show up to that and like whine about it. So not a good not a good uh, pool to pull a sample from because if you're there, you're obviously interested in the idea to begin with. But um, you know, the takeaway from that whole group of people was like, wow, this was, uh, you know, a pleasant experience. What a, what a fun, cool, quirky thing to do. Um, and it's hard for me to put myself in the shoes of somebody who's against it. Um, I understand it's not lost on me for sure. Uh, like objectively, it's not lost on me. Um, everyone kind of has the same core argument. It's that, you know, Keyforge is, was different. Um, and the appeal, and maybe this is where it kind of comes in. The appeal is largely that you don't have to construct. You don't have to, uh, really, it would only be you don't have to spend the time constructing. Um, I was going to say, oh, you don't have to spend the time, the money to do this. Maybe that's an argument to to buy cards and seek those out. But that wouldn't be accurate because... You know, the nature of Keyforge is that you still have to buy and buy and buy to pull a good deck versus the card you want to assemble a construction deck or whatever. You know, I'm speaking in terms of, like, magic or something. Um, but, it, you know, I'm going to lose my train of thought a couple times in here because I don't have that sheet that I usually go by. But it's uh, it's hard it's hard for me to really, really not sympathize. That sounds dramatic, but put myself in the perspective of somebody that hates this idea. And there's a lot of them. Kind of. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot or there's a few that are very loud. Um, and I'm not really dismissing it. I'm I'm pretty like polarizing just as a person, as like a host. I know that. I don't do it on purpose. Um, and thankfully, I'm pretty confident in kind of the whole spiel today uh, that I'm – I don't think I'm saying anything polarizing. I'm try- I'll be as objective as I can. I'm not telling anyone they're wrong. Um, I've grown a lot in two years, I guess you could say. Um I'm not the the shock jock Keyforge radio host I used to once be, I guess. Um, but that being said, it's uh, it's making me feel some sort of way. And if if you just my computer's making noise, I apologize again. It's poorly produced. I'll put it on. Do not disturb if I can. There you go. Focus. Do not disturb. So you won't hear my Discord noises in the background. Um, yeah, people are people are some people are really 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 upset about this. Uh, and I wouldn't be probably talking about this. I, I would be talking about how excited I was and just like the benefits, but I wouldn't be like counteracting the cons if I haven't heard people be so like violently, violently against it in the form of, you know, these these giant six paragraph posts. Um, these, you know, somebody made a, uh, a um, what do you call it? Like a change.org thing, but not on change.org, just like a, uh, you know, petition to reverse this and, that just the not dramatic i don't really want to be so dismissive but it's it's really dramatic the some of the posts and the comments are saying you know i i simply won't support this i simply will not support this company if they do this whatever um and it sucks because i think i get it at the core it's like you love keyforge because there's no deck building and that's what's cool about it um and you don't like the idea of alliance but the one thing that i think that every single person that's super against this is missing is there's two sides to it there's one you don't have to play it um and that implies that you could play nothing instead of alliance keyforge which is not the case and it leads me to the second half i guess is that you don't have to play alliance and you can still play archon 
or sealed. Um, I don't think, I really, really don't think that Alliance would ever become, you know, even if I wanted it to, even if I really like it, you know, I'm rubbing my hands together. Uh, I really don't think it would ever replace just Archon or sealed, you know, you're kind of Keyforge classic, which is a silly thing to call it because that implies that there's a new Keyforge and there's not, um, which there's there's other I, there's other topics to be discussed. I think they're doing Archon differently and Sealed differently. Potentially, they are. Um, which that's a whole other thing on its own, and maybe we'll talk about it. But um, the people who are really really super against this are kind of acting like the Keyforge as they know it is dying and it's pivoting to this constructed format, and it's really not. I you know the ga- the company isn't talking like that. They're just introducing it as an option. Uh, and I'm I'm guessing that 99, you know, that's just that's a podcast statistic, I guess. But 99% of the play groups and events will all just be like traditional Archon or sealed or whatever. Um, it just introduces a an officially supported way of you know a different way to play the game, which just you know I. Let me. I guess I'll approach it from this perspective. So I think it's fun. I won't even lie. I like that idea for a lot of reasons. Um, but aside from that, it 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 does some things, you know, for the game and for the community. Um, you know, it's if you play KeyForge, you you know your number of of you know financially how much you've sunk into this game. Your embarrassing number because we all have one. And I know some are more embarrassing than others um, in, a, in a fun way, obviously. Um, there's a fella in our group that we know for sure has spent, and he'll tell you that has spent, you know, 10000 more, something like that, on Keyforge. Just every, every, you know, every weeknight that we play, he'd buy a box and tear into it or whatever. Well, we've all got those boxes, those, those white boxes or shoe boxes or whatever it is, full of decks that are just knowingly bad or sleepers or you know however you figured it out if you played it i've got tons and tons of boxes that i never or decks that i never like unsleeved that were you know you'd scan them into sas and you'd look at them for a minute and they would read out 68 sas and you'd think oh no not this one um we've all got them and what do you do with them you know there was reversal which this seems to replace which just admittedly and i'm I'm stealing this quote kind of verbatim now that it's a quote from somebody in our our friend group who says, you know, reversal was just bad. It was just a, it needed to go. It was a, you know, a format that nobody played, which I didn't play it once. Um, and that doesn't mean other people shouldn't play it, but I don't think people really, you know, it was, it was almost kind of a joke format. I feel like just a silly, like, Hey, why not? Let's do something like that was their attempt to try to make those decks usable, but it just, you know, it just nobody you know everyone's got a finite amount of brain power they can dedicate to these games and whatever it is whether you're constructing a deck in magic or just like sorting your keyforge deck that you know that you're looking at your decks trying to figure out the good ones and the combos and this and that nobody is sitting down you know, not nobody somebody out there is upset because they really love re- reversal but nobody's sitting down there trying to find their worst deck and identifying what's so bad about this and how can i make it even worse for them and you know nobody's doing that it's so, you know, it was a format that, that was fine to be swapped out. But aside, I digress. Aside from that, nobody has a use for for these decks. They're just sitting there, you know, and we find things to do with them. We, you know, some dudes rip them apart and pull all the Mavericks out. You know, we all know that guy from the Facebook group. Um, some people make, 
you know, art. They they do that thing where you get six of the same card and you cut different parts out and you make a 3D cool thing. Um, you know, most people probably like give them away. Um, someone will make a post and say, hey, we're doing a learn to play or, or we're doing this, you know, this uh, game group in our middle school. Can anyone donate decks? And everyone's super enthusiastic and says, yeah, I've got a million of them. Take them. Here you go. Which is cool. It's a cool thing to do with them. Um, but gosh, wouldn't it be great to to play with them, you know, to do something with them? Um, and everyone, you know, people make the argument in favor of Alliance and say, you know, haven't you ever had that deck that has really, you know, two really good houses and one bad one or whatever? And, you know, sure, that's happened to everyone. Um, but just, you know, how how interesting, how valuable to be able to go relook at that box and you you haven't wasted all this money, which that's kind of what I look at it as. You know, any of these decks that I'm not going to ever play, it's a waste. You know, it was it was fun to it's fun to buy it, it's fun to look at it, it's fun to, you know, whatever. Um but at the end of the day, if you can't do anything with it and you won't do anything with it, it's just a waste. It's a waste of your money and it's a waste of a precious cardboard or a finite amount of cardboard on this earth. Uh it's just sitting there in a box. And with Alliance, you can choose to do something with it. Um, you know, that's 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 the first thing on my pros list is it gives life to old decks. And it's just, you know, I can ramble in circles about it, but it's undeniable. It, it gives life to old decks. It, it, it lets you, you know, I so I, like I said, I just moved. And when I was digging this microphone out of a box, I moved my, I have these big square white boxes that have like five rows in them or something filled with Keyforge. And I moved several of them aside and I just kind of just as a side note, I just thought like, cool, I, I cannot wait to come home from work one of these days and just like throw all these things across my coffee table and just like look at them and see what I can do. You know, maybe, maybe something, um, which I think is cool. Um, these are, these are not going to be in order, so I'm probably going to come back to things, but whatever. Um, the next thing on my list says it gives people a reason to continue to buy, uh, which is true. Um, it, not that you didn't have a reason to buy in in well i guess so in you know traditional archon whatever but you know i think we all for the most part kind of started to reach a point where you know and i I would guess that everyone has this in their groups where every single time you went every wednesday you went every friday you went to play keyforge you'd buy a deck or three and everybody else would too and then you started to notice it took a long time for our group but you'd start to notice people um you know, I think it was my, you know, one of our buddies named Mark who I noticed it, it was first who wouldn't buy one. He just said, I'm not buying anymore. Uh, and I'm not sure the reason. I think a lot of it ended up being like set specific, like I'm just not buying this set. There's nothing good in this set, which has has been the case. Um, that's exaggerating, but is has been a reason. Um, but my thought is, you know, you say we've got a rotten set, which we have. We've had a couple kind of rotten sets. Um, that had good decks in them, but just overall, it was not worth buying and buying and buying because the good decks were few and far in between. Um, I don't know. In my mind, it's it's a little different when you're, you know, there. there's a certain level of, like, disappointment that comes with cracking open a $12 deck just as one piece, and it turns out to not be good, and it's just, you know, gosh, there it was. That was... That was 12 bucks for, you know, for 10 seconds of excitement, and now I opened it, and you kind of throw it in your bag or your box or whatever you're taking home, and you just know, I'll never open that again. I'll never look at that again. Um, after a while, it gets to you, and you start to kind of look over there at the counter when you're on your way out or packing up your stuff, and you think, no, 
I'm not going to buy one today. You know, I'm kind of burnt out. Well, if you're, you know, and all this stuff only applies if you're interested in the idea of alliance. And don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of people who won't be, and that's fine. But I'm kind of speaking to that, I guess. Um, you know, you think twice if, you know, I I personally would have. You know, there were those sets that weren't so great. You know, if I can kind of pick and choose, because there were good houses, there were good combos in those, but your decks overall were, would be sleepers. Um, it, it takes a different, you know, a different, I don't know, uh, it's a different beast. Um, and all this happens, keep in mind, all this happens uh, in the context of like, these are still our context. They still exist as they are, you know, right out of the box. It's your choice whether you split them up and then put them back together or whatever. Um so it's kind of like a, all of these are benefits for for two things, I guess. Not the old decks, but whatever. Um, I don't know. My, my I guess my point is it it gives you another reason to potentially buy. If you're burnout, you're sick of buying these Archon decks because like, and that's I think a common thing. We're like, damn, I'm spending you know thirty six bucks every Wednesday on these decks, and I just walk away with nothing, just sleepers or you know, it's 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 wild because in a lot of games people are really against rng like they hate it you know go talk to the hearthstone crowd which is a totally different thing i know but uh they really hate the randomization because i get it you know you don't you want things to be as not random as possible in a game you want to be responsible for your win or loss i guess and you know i don't know you roll those dice and it's you get a deck that's anything under you know your your personal bar of quality or the SAS score you're looking for or whatever. And it's just, you know, well, that deck's unusable. It's got a, it just, it doesn't fire this one part that it should fire and it's, it's not good or, oh, it's missing. This deck would be perfect if it had some, some capture or some steel or whatever it is. Um, And you'll finally have, you know, it it won't be as devastating, I guess. I'll, I'll get to my next thing in a second, but it won't be as devastating to get these bad decks uh, and it'll give you a reason to kind of keep buying. Uh, I think, you know, I, I personally, I like to buy things, you know, that's why I buy Keyforge decks, but, uh, I think it's cool to look oh, be able to open your Keyforge deck that you just bought and say, Oh, does this work as an Archon deck? You know, it sure doesn't, but Holy cow, look at this house, you know, look at these combos in this one house, these two houses are, Oh, wow. This deck would be perfect if it had dis instead. And well, guess what? Now you can go look at your collection and, and pull out the disc you want. Um, that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. I don't know. Um, I, I was accidentally about to go into this with my, with the last, you know, thing I was talking about last point. Uh, but the next one on my list, it says it gives people an actual say in their, uh, victories. So that's, so I'm a sore loser kind of, uh, I don't throw fits or anything, but man, I do not like to lose. It's uncomfortable for me and I'm not a happy camper after. And I think a big reason why, uh, and I've, I've talked to people about this before a lot, you know, people who know me in real life will hear me say this part and say, you know, they'll, a lightning, a light bulb will go off in their head and they'll say, well, I've heard Nick say this before. Um, but when you lose in Keyforge, like, yeah, it's, it's skill for sure. You can, some people can pilot it. We've talked about this on the show before. Some people can pilot a bad deck well and do well with it, um, but, you know, if you lose with a deck and you lose consistently with that deck, you know, the deck, it, it might just be the deck. You know, it, it might just be, you know, wow, that was really out of my hands, especially in the context of sealed and stuff. Um, it's just, you know, I lost and there's really nothing I can do about it. Sure, you can you can do what Richard Garfield want you to do and 
get better at that deck. You can really learn to pilot that deck, as he would say. But, you know, you can't, you just can't deny it. You simply can't deny it that some decks just aren't good. And it's, there's just, they're not meant to be. They don't do the right things. They don't have enough steel or they don't have any control or they don't, they need that board clear, whatever it is, who knows, whatever. But, uh, you know, that, that's what kind of used to bother me. Uh, and it still will bother me when I play Archon, it will still bother me. Uh, but not quite as much, uh, knowing that there's an alternate format that I can play and I will play and, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not good at Archon and I'm never good at Archon, uh, but it'll still be fun because I'm learning Keyforge and I'm playing Keyforge and I'm playing with the same group that I'll play this other variant of Keyforge, you know, this other format with as well. Um, you know, anyway, my, my point is that it, it, it allows you some responsibility if you want it, uh, for your, for your wins and losses. You know, if you win with an Alliance deck, you know, you did that, you, you made that and you piloted it correctly and good job. And if you lose with your Alliance deck, you don't just have, you know, you can't, I guess really just say, you know, wow, that deck sucks. That, that stinks. I'm going to throw that in the box and never use it. I really got screwed on that. You can sit down and, you know, hope probably not even have to think about it then. You probably know while you're playing that, wow, this deck needs this. It needs that. Or, wow, this, you know, this Brobnar in this deck really is just not it. Uh, and you have the ability to go home and swap it out or right there. You know, if you've got your, you know, I'll, I'll use the term sideboard. It is not an official thing, but you've got your little packs of, oh, I wanted to try, I built this deck and I had two different dis houses and I didn't know which one. Well, swap it out and try it again. You know, probably not in the context of a format because that's probably not tournament legal. Almost certainly not. But in your, your practice and your casual play and whatever, it, my point is it gives you some say in your wins and losses. And I think that's cool. That might be one of the reasons why people like Archon is because they don't want to be, uh, you know, responsible for the loss, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's, it just seems like a win, you know, with all these things, you, I don't know, you can, you can play the way you want to play. That's the beauty of it. Um, but I, I, I thought that was a, enormously important just for me, like my own selfish, whatever is the ability to, win and say, man, I did that or lose and say, you know, no big deal, Nick, like swap this out. Like what if we'll do it different next time, come back next time with a little, with a slightly better deck, you know, whatever. Um, and I still think it's better than, you know, deck building and magic, you know, it's, it's, I'm going to veer off the path a little bit, but it's, you know, I, I like magic. Um, I played a little paper magic, like very casually. I had a really cool deck, uh, cost me probably 150 bucks total. I really liked it. Um, it uh, it's only legal and historic now, I think, because the cards rotated out. But uh, then I played uh, online on Arena for a while, and I liked it. But I my brain I might have talked about this before. Um, my brain doesn't work in a way that I can really construct. Um, my deck list was one that I found on the internet, and then over time I was able to modify it uh, very well. To keep it current and to, to make it better, I think, than the deck list I found. Um, but if you were to sit me in a room full of magic cards, um, even even just like the legal cards or whatever, you know, whatever it is, I would have a really hard time assembling something that kicked ass. And that's just the way my brain works. I just I can't wrap my mind around some of that stuff. It just I just it doesn't compute for me. Um and I uh, alliance is cool. Again, this is just me, I guess, being selfish and just my own whatever. But that's the only perspective I can provide is my own. Uh, is that alliance is cool because it 
you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my ability to look at a whole house and determine if it's good or bad. Uh, this, you know, this 12 card pocket that I, or pod as they call it, that I can't modify beyond that. Is this pod good? Is it bad uh, within itself and in the context of the deck I'm building? Uh, I can do that. And I think most people could probably do that too. Um, just the nature of Keyforge, it's a, it's a, it's a complexly simple game. That's probably not a word or a phrase, but it's, you know, it's a simple game, but not in a bad way, uh, not in an offensive way. And there's a lot to it. There are dynamics and there's strategy and there's this and that, but it's a, it's a simple enough game that whether you construct or not, whether you come from magic or you're familiar with it or you're good at it or like it or whatever, I think any of these people who are, you know, maybe don't like the idea of constructed, uh, would probably do just as well, you know, with with their existing decks and swapping out a house at a time and uh, you know building their thing up that way, you know, a tool that would be enormously useful would be Crucible uh, if they will uh, find a way to gracefully support this. Uh, I haven't looked into it at all. I know that. Um, my guess is they'll try to certainly. Um, technically, I don't know what goes into that to make that happen, um, but they've been pretty good about implementing things and i know decks of keyforge has uh made some announcement men- mentioned somewhere on a discord whatever i heard it from somebody who heard it somewhere so don't take it with a grain of salt but that they're kind of immediately starting to figure out a way to apply like the sas scores just to uh individual houses in a deck you know so they're they're jumping on it. i would guess the crucible people are going to do the same hopefully um i i went off went off too far off the path and i don't remember what i was saying um so i guess i'll just jump to the next thing because i don't know how to get back to what i was doing but hopefully whatever i was saying was insightful and somebody liked it um so the next thing on my list is going to sound controversial not controversial but but uh, hypocritical or wrong or whatever it's and i say that because i read it right there and kind of winced and thought oh i don't know if that's right but I'll, I'll talk about it anyway so it's the my note says it makes the game less pay to win um might be the opposite uh or it might be exactly as it is now and i uh, now that i'm thinking about it that's probably the more fair assumption so right now what happens with key forges you've got two things and it's the it's every game on the planet that that is collectible like this um You've got your casual groups who have their decks and they pile them as well as they can and they have fun and they buy new decks and they just play and hang out and that's great. Um, but the other side of that is the hyper-competitive. Uh, and it's I've seen some chatter uh, on Discord from people who fell into this category who are extra upset and it's, you know, I can see why, but not for good reason, I guess. Uh, the people that go and you know, buy these absurdly expensive decks you know that are these randomly generated perfect decks that just combo every time and they just kill it and they've they've got a million chains and they still kill it and they're awesome and uh you know i don't know i think it uh i think it there will be a pay to win element for sure um and it's it's to be determined how they handle certain things we'll get into it in a minute uh let me write it my cons list um jot that thing down so i don't forget um it's to be determined how they handle some of the the intricacies of a constructed format in a game that wasn't intended for constructed um and i mean like you know combos and stuff uh, unintended combos or combos that were originally written out of the algorithm that will appear now because people can throw what they want together um 
but I my guess is that the pool will be so diluted instead of one amazing deck. Now we've got all these amazing pods uh, that'll be traded around, and I'm assuming I'm certainly assuming that if you you know you won't be able just to buy pods online you know from strangers. Uh, I'm certain not. You'll you'll buy the whole deck and you'll pull that pod out, and then when you're done with it, you'll put the pod back in. You'll have the whole deck. Um, that's my guess. Uh, I can't see it working any other way. I can't see somebody just buying a 12-card pod and just living life dangerous like that. Uh, but I think it deludes it. I think I think those really crazy pay-to-win Archon decks become less valuable. And it's tricky to compare these things because they're not in the same format. They won't appear together. Um, it just gives people another way to play and another way to think about the game. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it... It opens up some options, and that's kind of the, one of the main takeaways I think that anyone can get from this is that it provides some options, um, which will go in my next perfect segue into my my last thing on my pros list. Uh, the way I wrote it down is it makes the game more accessible to the Magic the Gathering crowd. Um, I that's true, you know. Everyone, we we've all done what we can to get people into the game. Um, we post in our local game groups and say, hey, have you heard of Keyforge, whatever. Well, one of the biggest ways we recruit people outside of our own friends or whatever is we play in a game store and somebody walks over to the table and says, what are you playing? Well, <laughs> what's more realistic is somebody comes over to your table and says, are you guys playing Commander? And we say, no, we're playing Keyforge. And they say, oh, and they walk away. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how many times I, that has happened. Um, but... Uh, what we would hope would happen is someone would come over and say, what are you playing? And we'd say, Keyforge, have you heard of it? And they'd say, oh, yeah. And we'd say, sit down, check it out. And someone always has a deck, and they hand it off to they push it in their hands, and they say, here, take this, you know, come play it later, whatever. Uh, or we're just, you know, we go around like little Keyforge rats to the other tables and say, hey, you know, you guys, have you heard of this? Oh, check this out. Here's a deck. You want to come play? Whatever. Um, you know, I I can't count the number of people who have come over enthusiastically and said, oh, I've heard of that. What do you do? And they have some comment to say about, you know, oh, you know, I, I don't like not being able to build decks or this or that, or oh, I like building decks, whatever, which I'll reiterate, it's not Lost Dummy. That's Keyforge. Keyforge is the game where, you know, you buy a deck and you play it, and that's awesome, and it will continue to be that. But there's a gigantic, enormous, way bigger than us, uh, you know, that eclipses us entirely of people that like card games. Uh, and want to build decks. They want to assemble, and they want to tweak it. They're tinkerers. They want to shift it around and try one thing tonight and another thing next week, and they have their their kind of deck that they're proud of, and it's it's their constantly evolving thing um, that just can't, can't, didn't, you know, can't get into or didn't want to get into Keyforge because it, it lacked that element, um, which I know a lot of people say, well, yeah, that's the point, tough for them, which, sure, tough for them. Um, but one thing on my, on my note here is that, uh, you know, this company, kind of what I alluded to at the very beginning has seemed to do everything right, uh, by everybody. They've, they've made all the right decisions. They're really listening. There's clearly people involved in that company that like Keyforge that just think it's cool and probably played it and whatever. Um, you know, these, these are, these are, these are big kids that, that, you know, that run this company. They are, they're not idiots. They're not casuals. They are, you know, folks that are in the industry that are running a business and all the decisions they're making are business focused. Um, so I'm, I'm 
in the in the most obnoxious way I could possibly say this, I am in business. Uh, I run a couple companies. Uh, they they do some some things at scale, whatever. And I mention that because I think that's it's relevant. It is relevant, um, and it's an important perspective to have. That I think a lot of the people that oppose this don't aren't aren't considering um, is that. You know, one, I guess to get back to what I was saying was, you know, this company made this decision and it's a company decision. It's a business decision. They know Keyforge. They they surely studied every aspect of it, the community, the Facebook, the old groups. They, you know, they didn't just come up with this idea randomly. They knew that it's something that people had discussed and tried. They knew it was incredibly polarizing and controversial and this and that. And they did it anyway uh, in an, a big official way. Uh, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't a half-thought-out thing. Um, they considered it from every single angle, and I think there should be an element of trust. My hope is that there would be an element of trust from the community that, man, this company has a clue, and this is what's right. Um, in terms of a couple things, you know, in terms of I, it, a couple things, but it's just one thing at the end of the day. It's, you know, in terms of, creating and growing a community and creating and growing a business. They know that this is the way to do it. Um, and I don't think they're doing it at the expense of anyone. Um, nobody here is a victim. Like I think like people are kind of treating it like, um, nobody's being attacked. Nobody's, nobody's game as they love it is being destroyed or disrupted. Um, Keyforge is just Keyforge. It's going to be Keyforge. There's nothing different about it. Uh, they've introduced some additional ways to play. They got rid of Reversal, so if you liked Reversal, then I guess they ruined Keyforge for you. But for everyone else, um, they've just introduced another option. A hey, if you want to check this out as well, um, which is you know, it's it's done to ensure that this game exists which is what you want you know even if you even if you hate this concept and you'll never ever ever play it no problem like i respect it um you should probably be a little enthusiastic about this um because it's going to ensure that your game exists you know it's it's the business move that the company's you know, introducing to to ensure that it reaches the widest audience possible, um, the most number of players possible, and keeps it alive, keep, gets them making the most amount of money for the longest amount of time. Uh, and that's required. That's essential so that you can continue to buy and play this game that you liked. Um, it, it's hard to look at it from that perspective and then be upset at all. Um, maybe I'm the wrong person to say that because I'm not upset to begin with, but I, I think everyone could agree with that, that it's just, you know, it's good. It's a good thing. Um, it's a good thing to have the game exist. Uh, it's a good thing for everyone to have that game accessible to everybody. Um, another way that I put this, we, we were kind of discussing it amongst ourselves in our Facebook chat earlier today, is that uh, everyone who plays... Alliance. Everyone who plays Alliance will play Archon, uh, but not everyone that plays Archon will play Alliance, and that's kind of the way. You know, that's to everyone's benefit. All the naysayers, it's to their benefit. Like everyone that plays Keyforge is going to play Archon. You know, I think probably. You know, even the Magic people. If you've got this diehard Magic person who comes over and says, "I just want to construct," 
they're going to play. You know, they're, they'll construct a deck, and it'll be awesome and a lot of fun. Uh, they're going to play Archon. They're going to. You know, they're going to have an Archon deck that they like, and they'll get roped into it. And, you know, end of the day, they're just going to be Keyforge players. Um, they'll play the game you like in the format you like. You know, this is just an additional thing. Uh, but what it's doing is ensuring the longevity, you know, ensuring the widest reach and the most accessibility that we're going to be able to pull in new players. You know, Keyforge, uh, it's tricky. You know, I don't know the numbers. I don't, I don't pretend to know the numbers, but Keyforge came out and it was uh, it was really hard for us to get people to play right at the very beginning, the very beginning, like the week it came out, the month it came out. Uh, and then Keyforge blew up. Um, you know, I don't know how it compares to other card games. I know, I remember people would post like, hey, check this out. What's ranking on, you know, this site or that site compared to Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic and Pokemon and whatever. Um, so it was, an, uh, it was a game that everybody knew. Um, but, it, you know, I think we watched it kind of reach its peak in a way. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I was second guessing myself when I said that. But no, I kind of, I maintain that. I believe that. And that doesn't mean a bad thing, and the peak doesn't imply a decline. Maybe a plateau is a better way to describe it. But we watched it kind of get up there, and then it just kind of sat up there. Um, some of that was due to FFG. Um, you know, the the launch was weird. You couldn't really get product, which I think also kind of helped it because people thought, wow, this must be good if I can't buy it. Um, and then they took a long time between sets, and they made some weird sets. And, you know, there was also a pandemic, all this stuff. Um so they they really fought an uphill battle, you know. They they were pedaling with the brakes on to begin with, uh, but we kind of watched it hit where it was going to hit. Um, you know, now we've got a I don't know rockets, but you know, afterburner is that right? Is that the second second thing that fires off? Anyway, we made it to to space, you know, to orbit, whatever, and now we've got a whole nother you know thing, another set of propulsion to push us higher and higher. Um, and attract a whole nother group of people and recruit them in and, you know, show them, hey, this is Keyforge and here's how it is and here's what Archon's like and here's what Steel's like and here's what Alliance is like. Uh, and that's awesome. You know, it's it was a business decision and it's a business decision that I think is not just good for their wallets, which is what, you know, most people would probably, you know, dismiss it as, but it's good for, you know, for you, the player, for the game. Um I don't know, that's that's my pros list. I'm I'm really excited about it. I I just think it's a good thing. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be cool. Um, you know, my cons list is empty. I don't really have any cons. You know, I I've heard other people's gripes. I guess um, nobody seems to have any real coherent coherent complaints about it, or or you know, or complaints. That I, you know, I don't know, not that I respect, that sounds messed up, but, you know, the majority of the complaints are that I like Keyforge because there's no deck building. No deck building. Deck building is bad. And that's it. Um, you know, some people do make not a, not a reasonable argument to, to can it all together, but they say, you know, one thing, and I wrote it down here, was... You know, combos. Uh, check out this broken combo that I would be able to assemble that we would assume the algorithm would have blocked. They would not have allowed these cards to appear together in a deck. Uh, it is totally to be determined how the company will handle this. Um, it's an easy solution for me is that there would be not a banned list of banned cards, but probably a restricted list that says these two cards cannot appear in a deck together. These two cards cannot appear in a deck together. To me, that seems like the easiest solution. And And, you know... 
we we just have to see how often do these you know totally horrid broken decks actually appear, uh, if at all. We'll we'll see, and that's that's assuming a lot about what that scene will look like. You know, for all we know, the the format will just be a little casual side thing. You know, Archon will will be the format, and then you know maybe just a small group of people in your local group gets together and does alliance, or you know who knows. I don't know. Um, but I'd be interested to see how they handle that. I think it would be totally appropriate for them to say, hey, there's a restricted list on, you know, Alliance, and that solves the problem. Um, I I just, I think, again, I, you know, my takeaways are the same thing that I talked about at the very beginning, is that if you're upset by this, um, you shouldn't be. Because nobody's taking anything away from you. They're just introducing another option for somebody else. Uh, if it's not for you, just don't play it. Um that's it. Don't play it and don't rain on someone else's parade that does like it and it does get them enthusiastic about the game that you love and you are trying desperately to spread around. Um, nobody's forcing you to play Alliance. Uh, and I really, 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 and this is just me talking, so I could be wrong, um, but I don't think Alliance is going to replace Archon or Traditional Sealed or whatever it is. Uh, it's not going to take away anything from the game that you love. There's no reason for you to be upset. It's, it's, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of gross the the way that some people are kind of carrying themselves about it. Say you know saying that oh I'll I'll boycott the game. I'll never play. I'll I'll go. I'll protest this and that. You know you got a petition for what? Why? Uh, I don't know. It it. it if they had come out and said, oh, this is going to replace Archon, you know, this is a deck builder game now, sure. And, you know, the majority of people would probably be arguing against that and saying, no, we really like Keyforge for Keyforge. Um, but really, you know, the people who really love Keyforge, I think, are just enthusiastic about this because it's another way to also play Keyforge, you know, so they can play Keyforge when they're not playing Keyforge. And that's, I don't know. It's weird to hate that. It's weird to hate someone else's excitement that doesn't really affect you. Um, you know, and it, it's too to be determined. So if it turns out that everyone likes Alliance and no one plays Archon and all your local events switch from Archon to Alliance, uh, I'll make I'll be the first one to make a, an episode apologizing, I guess, but I don't think that'll happen. So for everyone to be so, so aggressively against it, you know, violently against a, 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 an alternate format it just uh, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth and I guess really what I would say is that I think we're you know as a person and as a community as a person you and as a community we are probably better than that um, one appeal of Keyforge for me and that I've talked to people about this is that our community is different from other communities you know we are not toxic and and uh, you know we're i guess just that we're not toxic we're it's a community composed of lots and lots of different types of gamers and that's cool um you know you i i've talked about this before too so i won't get into it but it's you know our our the keyforge community is different from a lot of other card game communities and it's just you can just look at you know it's just i feel like an objective fact and that's a a good thing in a really good way. Um, that being said, I'm seeing a lot of real kind of 
angry, nasty, whatever. Uh, and, and the timing seems so odd and not inappropriate. But you can do what you want, say what you want, but like we're just now getting this game back. They've come right out and said, hey, you know, you can play it the way you love it or you can play it like this. And, you know, y'all are going to, you're going to break your toy you know, before you even get it. You know, let's let's just do a little better, I guess, to not not show up at this company's doors with pitchforks and tell them you're going to quit the game forever and they're killing the game and screw this company. Like I've, I, I, I thought about screenshotting some of the like really nasty comments I saw, but that seemed like the worst idea on the planet to read out someone's negative comment uh, and like call them out specifically. So I decided not to do that. But you know, if you're curious, just go, go to the, uh, the Reddit. It didn't seem to be as bad. Um, People didn't like it on Reddit, but on Facebook uh, specifically. Uh, look around there and you'll see uh, just a lot of really, um, really binary responses. Uh, not, you know, it's like the people who like it seem to be like, oh, I like this and I understand why you don't like it, but here, consider this and what about this and that? And the people who don't like it are, are just incredibly binary about it. There's just a zero you know, or a one, whichever, saying no. This is bad. This is stupid. Screw this company. Uh, screw this game. I'll quit forever. Uh, there's just no discussion to be had, which is fine. They don't need to have their minds changed. If they don't like it, they don't like it. And I respect it totally, totally, totally. But let other people have their fun because this their fun doesn't affect you. It, like that's, that's really where I should like end it and I'll try my best to. But like that's the core takeaway is that you don't like it. That's okay. Just, just don't like it and just move on because it doesn't affect you. You get to, you get to play KeyForge exactly as you've always played it with people who also play it like that, and you're good. I don't think it's going to replace your game night. I don't think it's going to, you know. I don't think it's going to change anything for you. You know, the only thing that's going to change is that more people are going to play KeyForge. It's going to be even more popular. The company is going to make even more money. They're going to make cooler things. Um, the events are going to be even bigger and badder and and greater and whatever. Um, I don't know. It's gonna. It's just gonna create things. It's gonna a bigger community of um, uh, you know more sites. You know, think of how cool it was when Decks of Keyforge came out, and there was that other one that was really good that made an app. I can't remember what it was called that I really liked. Um, there's the Crucible. There's all this and that. Well, you know, you get more people involved from different areas of life, whatever. Like. It's just good for the game in a whole. Um, this this format that you're against is good for you. I promise. Um, you know, one one con that I saw. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back into this because I realized I should have mentioned it, but then I'll sum sum it all up and stop talking because uh, we're almost at an hour here. Um, is uh, you know the idea of a secondary market. So we talked about pay to win, but not really that. Someone said, "Oh, it's gonna create a you know a de facto singles market, something like that." And they were saying like it's a bad thing, uh, and I don't know. It's it's KeyForge is already there's a market. You know there's there's eBay, there's decks of KeyForge. People are paying a certain amount of money for decks already. Um, I think secondary market is a good thing. We've probably talked about it on the show before. I don't remember what the consensus was. My take on it was probably wrong. Uh, whatever I landed on, but in my head, a secondary market's good. Like it's just it's just a good thing people caring enough about a thing to buy it and sell it and create sites devoted to it and 
transactions and occupying their brain with it. That's a good thing. Um, you know, I, I understand why it, why it does some things, but I don't think it introduces anything to keyforts that we don't already have. It just, uh, I don't know, it helps to legitimize it. Like, it helps to legitimize our hobby. And look, it's it's this much more serious. People are doing this and buying this and selling this and considering this, and they're analyzing it in this way. Um, I, I, I think secondary market is good. Um, that's all I have to say about that. I'm going to burn through the rest of my stuff. Um yeah, I don't know. The last thing I said, I kind of touched on, I won't go into it, but it says the people opposing the format are doing much more harm than good. I believe that. Um, it's like I said, don't show up with pitchforks. Don't, you know, you're, you're just, you're, I don't know. You're not doing a good thing. I don't think you're, you're introducing any good into the world and into the game. Uh, it's not going to make the change that you really want it to do to make for some reason. It's just like souring people and it's, it's, you know, pitting people against each other and people are having to, you know, we saw it in our, our friend group where somebody was really, really against it. And people, people who are traditionally like really friendly had to kind of just be like, Hey, like, why are you, you know, why are you so against this? Why are you doing this? Like, you're just, you know, your our chat is getting soured by this. Um, you know, and it's, I, I, I just keep seeing, it. I think it's, making people feel certain things about each other that they don't need to feel um, for no reason. It's There's no reason for it. That's There's no reason. Anyway, I'll, I'll go to the rest of my list, and then I'll, I'll shut up. Um, sleeves cover card backs as a requirement. Yeah, someone was talking about that. They were saying, uh, you know, well, this... Now, the one bad side is that people can look at your the backs of your cards in your hand and tell what your houses are. Well, it's kind of always been the case with... You know when you can see deck lists and whatever when you're playing those formats, uh, but you'll you'll need sleeves for sure. Um, one note that we talked about in our group is that you know the mistake I made is over the past couple of years I bought all these different sleeves and colors and types and whatever. Uh, and if I were smart, I would have bought every you know just black matte whatever forever, make it real easy to swap cards in and around instead of unsleeving and sleeving. Which I guess twelve cards is not a lot, but um, personally, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to either just pick a color and a type and buy those or try to find online where I can buy in bulk and just buy 10,000 sleeves or something like that and just have them just forever, the exact same kinds. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that'll be a thing. Um, I think so. Sealed Alliance, I think, is going to be a thing. Um, I, I shouldn't talk about it at all because I have no clue. But, um, you know, with normal, I don't remember the rules. I think it was just, I'll, I'll shut up because I don't know anything about that. Anyway, someone mentioned that. I thought, yeah, you'll need sleeves and you'll probably need sleeves all the same color from now on um, or just be ready to, to swap things out. One person in our, our group who I've mentioned a couple times today was just kind of talking about the some potential cool things it could do. And this is not uh, the alliance format, I mean. And these are all things that could happen with Archon, so I don't mean to be naive uh, about it, but... You know, it's just a thing that's going to pop back up into people's minds. You know, you can do variants, you know, just like little house rules of, uh, you know, your your alliance deck tonight has to feature this house or it has to exclude this house. No Mars or uh, only Coda or uh, each house has to be from a different set. It just it keeps things fresh. It shakes things up. You know, it it helps to ensure that the game never grows stale for anyone. 
know, there's lots of people who never got sick of Keyforge. Uh, you know, whatever they could have only released Coda ever, and would still be playing Keyforge every week. They love it, whatever. But this really makes it so. You know, gosh, if you're feeling a little burnout, if you're feeling a little stale, you don't have to go not show up for a couple weeks or go play Magic instead or whatever. Like, you know, it, it lets people stir things up and say, "Hey, we're getting kind of burnt out. While we wait for this next set, why don't we do something weird? Let's have a Mars night. Let's have a no, you know, Bravnar only or a no dis or you know, Coda only. You know, I don't know. It it's it it makes way for some cool things. Um, I don't know. I've I've reached the point where I'm rambling and. I'm probably not providing any any value, so uh, I won't even really summarize things. My my thing. What did Ellen say um, when she would end her show? Something about be good, be good to people. I don't know. Turned out she was really mean, so I probably shouldn't quote her. But that's kind of my sentiment as well. Is like let's do a little better. Let's just be cool. Um, really, kind of take a step back. Like try to not be selfish about it, or you know, consider the the game in a whole. Um, and really the reality that this potential format doesn't affect you in any way at all, not even a little bit. You don't have to play it, and it's not going to replace what people have been playing. Uh, and if it does, I'm sorry, and I'll make a podcast and I'll uh, about it. I'll make an episode about it, and I'll apologize one by one to everyone who said I told you so, but I don't think that's a thing. Um, so that's it. That's my hot take. That's my TED Talk. Um, I hope it wasn't as controversial as uh, I tried to make it not um i don't know it's a uh, it's interesting it's cool um thankfully for me i'm excited about it so i don't really have to worry about anything um i can just be really excited that keyforge is coming back and there's a good company behind it and there's a really cool format that i'm actually very excited about um and really uh, what i would like to do is just thank you know the company you know for for doing this, for doing what they're doing, you know, obviously they're doing it because they're going to make big bucks off of it, which awesome, cool, good for them. They deserve it. Um, but we're really lucky to have this all happen the way it happened. You know, it, this game could have just died, like just died a horrible death that was super needless. Cause this is a cash cow that could just be enormous. Um, we got really lucky that a company swooped in and said, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. And they've just been kicking ass and taking names. So, Big, 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 giant thanks to them. We can't thank them enough. If you get an opportunity, if you know, if you know, if one of them are in Discord or on Facebook or whatever, you know, like when you see them, when you get a chance, thank them because, like, we're, you know, yeah, they're a company. They're just doing company things, whatever. But we all, you know, we all play this game and listen to this podcast and whatever because we love it because it's awesome. Uh, and we're very, 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 very lucky that it, it turned out the way it did because it was. You know, face it, it was unlikely um, for this to be the outcome of, you know, the game being revitalized uh, by a different company that's going to, once this enthusiastic about it, as enthusiastic as the community. So thanks to them. You should thank them. Probably already have. I'm probably late to thanking them, but I thank them. So anyway, thanks for listening. Episode 9 of Library Access. Uh, if I uh, have anything to say about it, I'll be doing lots more of these, you know. I would go ahead and consider that uh, Library Access is back. So thanks for listening. I will uh, talk to you next time.